Hey, hey! 1 a 0. LZ Granderson. Dodgers. 1 a 0. One game to none right now in the World Series. I always wonder how to say that in French. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and all that despite former Dodger expert Greg Bergman tweeting uh, during the game. Now, if they don't win tonight, does that mean we need to keep Ireland away from being an expert? Yeah, I think that's possible. I'm a, I'm I think a, you, go ahead. No, I, because then Travis is up next, I believe. So it we're really testing the theories here. Oh, so it's, ro- it's a rotating expert? Yeah, it's a rotating expert. Then the belt will go to Travis. Travis will be the rotating expert, if I recall correctly. Is that accurate? Former Dodger expert Greg Bergman. <laughs> yep, sure is accurate. It's so, Travis on, what, Friday? So, so who does game so Greg, four? How does it feel not to be know. loved anymore? I, I mean, anymore? <laughs> when was there? When was there love beforehand? You act right. like there was some prior to this. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. he was a Dodger expert. He was a Dodger expert twenty-four hours ago. Somebody loved him. I mean, and, yeah. and it's it feels just like the same as yesterday. <laughs> to be honest with you, you didn't cry a little bit like when you had the no, past. No. Did you? Did you have to pass no, no, the BlackBerry no. or whatever? Blackberry. <laughs> wow, you went went full Blackberry, old school on that. Are you oh. still smoking sativa right now? <laughs> right. Did it have the scroll bar on the right side there on it too? There may or may not be a bong in the general area of which I have this microphone. Yes. I mean, listen, the Blackberry though, not to get too far off the the deep end. Blackberry was really easy to use. I will oh. say that. Oh, loved so it. Easy. Loved my BlackBerry. I, I wrote entire stories yeah. on my BlackBerry covering yeah. games and stuff. I do that on my iPhone now, but it was much easier on your BlackBerry because there were actual keys to hit. Yes. Exactly. Instead of, instead of your thumb being too fat and like sliding on to the next thing. Plus, your button. BlackBerry never told you when like Beyonce was going live on Instagram and stuff. Well, there was that too, right? Your BlackBerry didn't do any of that. Yeah. Um, so are you sticking, since we are shifting from one Dodger expert, former Dodger expert Greg Bergman, to now newly minted Dodger expert John Ireland, are you switching it up as well, or will you stick with the sativa as your um, libation of choice? I am a sports fan and a gym rat of superstition. Mm. And so if something starts working, I just keep riding it. Gotcha. My sun visor that I bought in 2017 has not been washed because I will not clean it until the Dodgers win the World Series. Okay. Fair enough. So, yes, I'm sticking with Sativa. What about you? Uh, I actually went cold turkey. I just went a little, uh, you know, I was just having water during the game. No, no, and, I meant like superstitions. I didn't mean about your. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, super. You know what happens to me? I uh, I put things in a certain order. For example, mm-hmm. when I'm sitting on the couch, on the um, on the head of the couch, right, the back of the couch, where you put your back on. I will put the remote and my phone in a specific order, Ooh. and if that. It, as long as that's working, I have a specific order I put it in that generally feels like it works. And if that works, then I keep it the way it is. And every time I have to grab my phone, I put it right back in the exact same spot, um, you know, aligned with the remote control just in case I need to mess with the volume for whatever reason. And then if it doesn't work, then I just switch positions in the living room. I move to maybe the other couch, uh, you know, to, you know, maybe I lay down, right? Like I, I start moving things around from a body perspective, from a feng shui perspective. Feng shui. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. I, I'm not really big into the physical space superstition, but I may mm. add that on. Yeah. You know, I may add that on. 
Well, Dodger expert Greg Bergman, we know you sit down. Ex, ex, ex. Yes. ex Dodger, yeah, former yeah. Dodger. He doesn't expert. know anything now about yeah. No, uh, I know nothing about baseball, but I sit. I do sit on the ground, but right. I do. I I sit cross-legged, and if it's working, most of the time my left leg is in Chris front. Crisscross applesauce, like yes, my sister would say. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. my left leg is in front, and yes. it has to be in front. And whenever it's in behind, if the yeah. right leg's in front, the teams are doing bad. Like the Lakers weren't doing well with my right leg in front yeah. if I switched up. Oh, I see. LZ, do you remember what we used to call uh, cross-legged when we were kids? What they used to call it? No, what? It was. It's certainly not uh, pro- appropriate these days, is what I would oh, say. Oh, ooh, yeah. oh, ooh, yeah. oh, yeah. But okay. they t- they teach the kids crisscross applesauce, which works for me. I'm, that actually sounds pretty cute, to be honest with you. It does sound cute, though. I can't remember the last time I had applesauce. Yeah, me neither. Um, even when I have a bad stomach, I don't eat applesauce. Um, I just go with, like, bananas and crackers or something like that and, uh, and work that way. Um, by the way, no need for an upset stomach yesterday with Clayton Kershaw. I mean, Clayton Kershaw, can we just tip our cap to Clayton Kershaw, I was sitting there. Now, former Dodger expert Greg Bergman put this on Twitter yesterday and asked it in the fifth inning when he was rolling, do you, when, do you take him out? Do you let him roll? Now, I responded to that tweet and said, look, his ERA from the sixth inning beyond in the postseason is above a seven. So I'm not messing with anything. I'm taking him out. Now, he did. He had only 69 pitches to that point. He pitched nine more pitches and one more inning. Uh, and then Dave Roberts took him out. But I uh, listen, you got to salute that man. There was a lot of pressure on him, and I know his skeptics will say, oh, it's game one. Well, how much pressure can there be? Look, there's always pressure when it's yes. him. So you know what? If you're going to give it to him when he pitches in a way that upsets you, right, and doesn't perform, you need to give it to him when he does perform up to standard. You know, 2020, can we just say, for the most part, has been total trash. But it's making a comeback. It's making a comeback, and Kurt and Clayton Kershaw putting in not just a great game last night, but overall his postseason has been absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. What, has he got, like, 30-some strikeouts and, like, what, three walks or something like that? Like, he's been lights out this entire postseason, and I think some of that, not all of it because he's a great pitcher, but some of that has to do with the fact that because of the pandemic – and we only had a 60-game season. And on top of that, he started off on the season with back spasm, didn't even pitch opening day. He is so fresh. And because of the pandemic, he's around the corner from where he grew up. So he's in a space that's incredibly familiar, an environment that's familiar, and his arm is fresh, and he Mm -hmm. doesn't have the environment of home and us looking down at him. 2020 has been trash, but so far it's worked out for Kershaw, and I'm happy for him, man. So let me ask you this. Do you think he act, he goes back in the game? Does Dave put him back in the game if it's 2-1 and not 6-1? to one? Yeah, he goes back in. You think so? Because what about of, you? For, because for, of the freshness of his arm and the pitch count of the night. Right, 69 pitches at that point. Former Dodger expert Greg Bergman, what say you? I honestly think he does not go back out in the sixth inning. He had low pitch count, like you, like Elzy's saying, but I don't think at a 2-1 game and with the history that he's had, I don't think he goes out in the sixth inning. Yeah, I think he I, only I, went out there because of the 6-1. I, I'm with Greg because th- Dave knows those numbers that I just recited, the 7 ERA after the sixth inning. But 6-1, to one, there's no pressure there, you know? I, I, ju- I just feel that, you know, when it comes to his postseason ERA, you really need to get a fine-tooth comb and look at what happened. 
And I think for a lot of those games, not all of them, but for a lot of those games, he gave you indications even in the third and fourth inning that either he was losing a little bit of velocity or his location was starting to slip a little bit. Last night, we didn't see any of that. And that's why I'm really big on this idea that a 60-game season worked in his favor because he's just so fresh. His arm is just so fresh, he hasn't been worn out. Remember, during all those other years, he was counted on to pitch and sh- on short rest and go deep, and, and he just didn't have the, the, the strength, the endurance to do all of that. But this year is different. We le- we, unfortunately, we got bounced early, so the postseason was shorter. And then on top of that, he just hasn't pitched a great deal anyway. So here's some sexy stats for Clayton Kershaw. Are you ready? Hell yeah. All right. Jorge, can you find me, like, give me some, like, sexy music. Real have, sexy music. Yeah, we need, like, some sexy music to have the sexy stats. I probably should have. underwear on the ground music. That works right there. Oh, yeah. That, I oh, mean, yeah. it don't Here get more go. sexy than that right now. Here we go. Yeah. I Somebody mean, just got pregnant. Go right, ahead. For real. Exactly. So, LZ, the Rays hitters missed 19 of their 38 swings against Clayton Kershaw, okay? Mm. That is the first game in his career, regular or postseason, that hitters missed on 50% of their swings against him in a minimum of 25 pitches. Now, you and I the other day talked about how Alex Rodriguez and David Ortiz and Frank Thomas were a bit critical of Clayton Kershaw in a loss because he was pitching inside constantly, that he wasn't varying up his pitches and they said, you know, particularly on 3-2 counts, that he's not going to want to give up a walk, that he's going to give you something over the plate, and that's when uh, batters are generally aggressive. But to their credit, all three of them yesterday in the postgame, I saw this on Fox, said that Clayton Kershaw did a really good job of mixing up the location of his pitches and, and pitching outside even. And Ortiz said, look, it's a – Big difference when I know I can sit on the inside part of the plate, but if I have to think, uh uh-oh, in .9 seconds I have to react and he may throw it out there, it at least throws the hitter off. So those are some set of sexy sexy stats. Here's a couple more. Clayton Kershaw, 201 career postseason strikeouts. Second most in history to Justin Verlander, who has 205. Second career World Series win. The other was in 2017. And he's the fifth player to earn a win versus nine different franchises in the postseason, and he now has his 12th career playoff win, tied for fifth all time. So for a guy who's had a lot of not-such-great-success in the postseason, it sounds like he's having some success still. He is absolutely having some success, and, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. And I know there are some listeners like going, hey, aren't you the guy that ran over his jersey? Yes, I am the guy that ran over his jersey. Yes, I am. I joined in the fans who were upset last year after game five. That was me. But you know who else was me? I was the guy who apologized because I realized I was being caught up in the moment emotionally, and I didn't think fully about who this guy is, what he's done, and why things went the way that they did. And even with this loss that he had against Atlanta when we got blown out eventually, he had thrown 87 pitches, George, through five innings. That's not what we saw last night. So you can't really compare that game against the Dodge, against the, the Braves with what we saw last night because he was just pitching more efficiently last night, which is part of the reason why I think regardless of the score, he would have come back out because he was fresher and he was in complete control of the game, unlike another starting pitcher who showed up last night who was never in control of the game. Uh, yeah, no, that's for sure. Tyler Glasnow uh, did not control the game. Let's get into the Rays part of this a little bit. And, of course, Mookie Betts. 
Everybody got a taco thanks to Mookie. Mookie. All right, we'll get into Mookie's big night. And, of course, the question for you. We'll open it up to the audience. Are the Dodgers just overwhelming them with their experience? Are they that much more relaxed? Or are the Rays tight? Like, which do you see more of? 877-710-ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedan and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. We'll take you right up to 5 o'clock. Dodger baseball game two of the World Series on this very station. Today, John Ireland will be your Dodger expert tweeting on the ESPN Los Angeles Twitter account. And don't forget, right after the game, Travis Rogers, sweet tea, will be out there and uh, giving you his takes after the game and taking your calls and all that. So make sure you keep it locked here the entire evening on the station. So, LZ, we were just uh, talking earlier about our own superstitions when watching games or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Starfish and Coffee tweets us and says, Ever since Game 7 of the NLCS, I have been wearing my Nomar Dodger jersey, and I can't change it up now. So feel free to hit us up at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, with what you're seeing through Game 1, your thoughts, and of course, more importantly, your superstitions when watching big games. But... LZ, let's talk about Mookie real quick. He got everybody tacos in game one. Um, He did that, by the way, a couple years ago in the 2018 World Series, although people weren't uh, here weren't as happy about uh, the taco stuff with Taco Bell. Uh, He he was fantastic. He really did everything for them yesterday. And look, he has been okay hitting the ball this postseason. He's had moments where he's been good, but it hasn't been super-duper consistent. But good Lord, did he get off on the right foot in this one. Yeah, he, he, he absolutely did. And right foot is the perfect analogy because his speed defensively and offensively are just, again, what was Boston's math? Yeah, I don't know. What was Boston's math? I had a buddy who was at the game, not Steve Mason, though you know, I was really glad that you know, Mace was there. But the former American top 10 tennis player, um, John Isner, 
mm. was there, and he was texting oh, me. Oh, one of the longest matches I've ever seen, John Isner. Exactly, one of the yeah. longest matches anyone's ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> was there, and he was texting me. Yeah, you know, and he just kept saying, "How did Boston let him go? How did Boston let him go?" Yeah, like, well, everybody it, was tweeting that last night. Like it, it's, it was absolutely like insane, and I'm watching him and Travis, Travis Rogers, and I, Sweet T, were in conversations last night, and on the very same play in which, you know, it was contact and 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 Chris ran to home and he got out, right, against right. the Braves. Mm-hmm. And it was like, ugh, why did you do that? Oh, that was so bad. Oh, I just stay on third. But when Mookie did it, it was like, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and it was, you know, besides the fact that, you know, he, he was like off base by like, you know, 100 feet or whatever, it's just that his speed was so imposing. It just looked different. He's just different like everything about him is just different his, his power is effortless his defense is is contagious um his passion is what i was talking about during oh, it oozes doc- out right it oozes out of him like it, you can it, see his it, passion you can see it and yeah, remember yeah. when we were on we were on with momo and we were talking about where are the dogs right I don't know if you heard us. Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Yeah. But I saw some dog. Right. And that's right. what you need, man. Yeah. Passion. Yeah. yeah. Jorge, if you put on ESPN right now, Cody Bellinger's about to be interviewed by Carl Ravitch. Uh, that is on the ESPN uh, right on ESPN right now on Baseball Tonight. Uh, if you've got that, let me know. We can pot that up and listen to Cody answer a few questions from Carl Ravitch, Tim Kirkchen, and Mark Teixeira. All right. Let's hear that. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. All right. No. So we will have Cody Bellinger here for you. Uh, the, we will not big, hear that. I do not want to hear it. What right are the b- big heroes? <laughs> uh, home run, two RBIs yesterday. And by the way, the Dodgers, 9-0 and this season when he has multiple RBIs, 3-0 and this postseason. Uh, Jorge, you ready? Nope. S- still not ready. Okay. It's uh, okay. It's all right. Yeah. We can keep talking about Mookie. Yeah. Who's your favorite Mookie, by the way? That great interview he had. Um, on SportsCenter last night after the game when they kind of went through a series of Mookies. Oh, I mean, Mookie Wilson, I mean, when I was growing up, was the Mookie, you know? That was the Mookie. Yeah. So not Mookie Blaylock. No, I like Mookie Blaylock, and I, I love the fact that Pearl Jam named their first album 10 because uh, Eddie Vedder and the guys yep. were huge Mookie Blaylock fans. So I, I he is probably second in my life, but the first Mookie I ever came across was in the 1986 World Series, and it was Mookie Wilson. So where do you put Do the Right Thing, Mookie? Ooh. Uh, I would say third behind Blaylock and Oh, my and, God. And you made Wilson? Mookie third? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mookie changed Brooklyn. Yeah. I get it. I know. I know. But it's, you know, like, I, I just think about where I was in my life, like when I, when the, the type of, like that movie brought me uh, a different perspective. But remember, when I first saw that movie, I was so young. Like I was a kid. So I, I didn't really appreciate but that. But you were film. older when you saw now, that movie than when you now, saw Mookie Wilson. Now, now I appreciate it. And now he's probably number one. But at the time it, when it was all coming out, and I did see the movie as, you know, as a youngster um, and appreciate it, but have a greater appreciation now. Um, I would say that it would be – now he'd be number one. But originally it was Wilson, Blaylock, and then Mookie from uh, Do the Right Thing. So you're going to treat Mookie Betts sort of like LeBron. He'll never be GOAT no matter what he does? Oh, I mean, I don't know about that. He's, he's still going, so he's still climbing. Um, but speaking of climbing, we finally have Cody Bellinger. Let's take a listen. 
Our Little League World Series buddy from way back in, gosh, 2007. We'll talk about that a little later. So you got Mike Trout, no World Series. Ken Griffey, no World Series. You're playing in your third World Series. I'm curious about the motivation to keep going back and to finally win one. How do you quantify that? Uh, just extremely blessed. Um, I think it's it's all opportunity and luck uh, for the most part to get up to the big leagues and just taking advantage of your opportunity and then just being being blessed to be on a, such a good team consistently as we are at the Dodgers. So uh, I've been lucky to be a part of this organization for since I was drafted and since 17 in the big leagues. And uh, we got a great team. We've had the same team for, for a while now, so we're all close. We're having a good time. And uh, we're here to experience it together. Yeah, there's one other piece that we added, and that's Mookie Betts. I know Tim's going to ask you about that. But you seem to be playing with this level of joy, whether you're robbing a home run, you're rounding the bases. Unfortunately, you're giving an elbow bash to somebody and hurting your shoulder. But this level of joy, this is the chicken <laughs> and the egg question, Cody. What comes first, the success and the joy, or the joy leads to success? Uh... Honestly, the joy leads to success. You can't put too much pressure on yourself, and mm. when you do, you find uh, when you're only when you're only playing good, that's when you have fun, and uh, you just got to find the positives in a lot of things. And if you look for the little things, and you end up realizing that you're not that you're that you're actually performing at a high level. So uh, you just got to have fun with this. It's been such a weird year. Been in the bubble for about a month now. It feels like who knows how long, but uh, <laughs> we're just it's different, and we're having a good time with it. Good. Cody, it's Tex. Congrats on the big home runs. So one thing I know about power hitters is we're streaky. You're on a hot streak right now. What has made you get so locked in? Is it approach? Is it swing thoughts? What are you doing right now? Because it looks like every time you're up at the plate, you're going to do damage. I've been feeling good, man. Uh, I've been feeling good for a little bit now. And uh, the days that you aren't feeling good, you just got, okay, well, you know, that's just a random day. Uh, as opposed to the days where you feel good, and that's the random day. It's the day that you feel bad. You gotta. That's the random day you got to figure out why you're not feeling like you were before. And uh, I've just been staying confident, staying positive. I'm having fun with it. And uh, like I said, man, we have such a good team. So um, it's, it's just fun to be a part of this team. And, and uh, for me to go out there every day in, the, in this lineup is fun. Cody, it's Tim Kirkchen. You've now played with Mookie Betts for a year. What has impressed you most about him? Oh, man. Um, honestly, it's the way he goes about his, his work, man. Um, he's obviously top three, five players in the game, uh, hands down. And the, the thing that makes him special is he does all the little things right. He's not just a superstar, you know. He plays like he's uh, a, guy that needs to play, uh, a guy that needs to make the roster, you know. And uh, you can learn a lot from him. I've learned a lot from him in the outfield. Um, just, just the way he goes about his business, the way he works. Uh, like I said, doing all the little things, man, it's been fun to watch. We've seen a lot of the video of you hitting a World Series, hitting a Little League World Series home run back in 07. And uh, look, I'm not comparing the stages that you're on now with then, but you've performed on the biggest stages <laughs> and you, you've enjoyed the heck out of this. Uh, is there something about the bright lights, the big stage, Los Angeles, Williamsport that, that kind of motivate, elevate you a little bit or no? I mean, yeah, man, you're living the dream right now. Um, I looked right here, it says World Series 2020, and I grew up watching the World Series on the TV, um, and just to be a part of it is truly special. So you just got to, you never know when you'll be back, so you got to take advantage of it and have fun with it.
Well, you're the good uh, you're the good doctor that came on with us. We're glad you're feeling better, and good luck to you and the Dodgers the rest of the way. Thanks very much, Cody. We appreciate it. All right, that was uh, Cody Bellinger on with Kyle Ravitch and Tim Kirkjian and Mark Desher, the Baseball Tonight crew. LZ, coming up next on the other side, we have our final segment. You and I will take a look at why Game 2 is so pivotal for the Dodgers. I know most people wouldn't think Game 2 is pivotal, but we're going to explain why in just a second. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Come on. Oh. It's party time, LZ. Oh. I don't want to celebrate too early. Not too but early, I feel, bro. But I feel good. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling real good. good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling What happened the last time we had a bullpen game? Things went well, no? I'm just checking. Yeah. I'm just checking. And Tony Gonsolin is on the mound again, right? Yep, yep. So, you know, we, you got to feel. We may see May. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, you may see May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, 2.6 career ERA. Uh, you know, things haven't gone great for him in this postseason. Uh, he still has a 9.95 ERA. Uh, but he did start in game two. Uh, his start wasn't so great. But to your point, the last time we had a bullpen game, because he did come into the second inning of game seven yep. when he wasn't starting, and, uh, you know, he, he got hit around a little there too. But Just a little I, though. But, he, but here's the thing. Prior to that, Greg, you may be able to – you may have these numbers. He went, what, 41 innings and like 28 of them were scoreless or something like that? I don't have the exact numbers, but he would go easily seven innings on a start in the regular season with no runs. He would take games – he would pick up the games and then later on and go four innings with no runs. And he started off, he started one game against the Braves, I believe, or maybe it was the Brewers, but, and it had, and he went three straight innings of no hit ball. Yeah, his last two starts in the NLCS were, or last two appearances in the NLCS weren't great, but prior to that, he was very good in the first couple rounds of the postseason. And I, I do think that, you know, during the regular season, he was tremendous. He was incredible. So I actually look at it this way, LZ, because I believe in the numbers and all that. You know I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. And But I believe in the law of averages. The fact that he's actually been stinky for two appearances in a row, like I actually feel he's due, right? As weird as that sounds. Well, he is an up-and-down pitcher. There's no doubt about it. Uh, John Weissman just tweeted out a very interesting stat that kind of illuminates as to why Dustin May started just the one inning, and then Tony came in afterwards. When he faces he being Tony Gosselin, when he his first five, his first nine batters, he's 0 for 9 with zero walks, zero runs. Right. The next 21 batters, 5 for 15, six walks, seven runs. Right. 
So it's like you're going to get a couple of innings out of him. It's up to you to decide <laughs> if you want him to start the game, come in in relief. Like, yeah. but, but what's not going to happen is that we're going to get four innings of him. Yeah, yeah, that NLCS start where he went four and a third, he, he got into trouble after that second inning, right? That, that's basically what you're looking at. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that, you know, Dave – look, we gave Dave a lot of credit during the NLCS and being able to come back down three to one, mm-hmm. and he had to manage his ass off, your quote, and you were right, in game seven specifically. He's going to have to manage his ass off again tonight because it's a bullpen game, and it, a lot of that is going to be on him. Yeah, but it gets a lot easier if the bats that we saw last night show up again tonight. Right. Now, the flip side of that is that Blake Snell is on the mound for the Rays. Now, Blake Snell is the 2018 AL Cy Young Award winner, mm-hmm. and he has a two-point— so long point- ago. Yeah, it does, it does feel like a long time ago. But that was really only one year prior to this season, in theory. Uh, so, well, no, no, no. It was two, no, years, two ago. years ago. Two yeah, years ago. so— it, but a 2.28 career postseason ERA, um, 19 starts, though, without going six innings, which is kind of in line with what we were talking about earlier. Kevin Cash, um, it was very strange that he left in his starting pitcher in the last game, right? When you looked at Glasnow, he pitched 112 pitches. That was the most that any Rays pitcher had pitched in two years. Like the Rays, this bullpen stuff, like starting the bullpen – this was all started with Kevin Cash. Like, Kevin Cash was the innovator, if you recall, a couple of years ago doing this kind of stuff. You know, with the thing that's so interesting about, you know, and I don't want to take anything away from Mr. Snell, you know, and, and yes, Mr. Cash is going to have to manage his ass off, just like Dave, like anyone who's in the World Series is going to have to do a fantastic job. But you mentioned the Cy Young he won in 2018. That year, he went 21-5. and five. I'm looking... That was the first year in which he finished over 500 for his career. Right. Well, he's a young man, though. Six of eight, five of seven, 21 and five, and then last year, six of eight, and then four and two this year. So he's still an unknown as far as I'm concerned. I know he's got the Cy Young, but what he doesn't have is the longevity to make you know that this is something that's going to be a threat for years to come, and it wasn't just a hiccup year. Right. So you're saying that you think it could have been fluky. It definitely could have been fluky. We've seen fluky Cy Young winners before. Right. But he's been good in the postseason, that's for sure. I will see. I'm just saying, like, it, it, he, he, is, he has been their best postseason pitcher over the last couple of years. I mean, there, he's only two and three. Um, but, again, I mentioned the ERA. The ERA is, you know, in the low twos. <laughs> so, like, he, he's basically had one really bad start. And that was the ALDS start against the Yankees uh, no, earlier this season. No, no, no. He's had two really bad starts. The other one's tonight. Oh, I was oh! like, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so it, it, do, you, do you believe the Rays are tight or do you believe it's the Dodgers' experience just kind of overwhelmed them in that game one? I believe it's too early to assess. Okay. You know, there were moments watching the players, the Tampa Bay players last night, in which, it, to me, it appeared as if they were happy to be there. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with being happy to be there. You know, it's very much like the Miami Heat. If you're ahead of schedule, you should be looser. You should be playing with house money. It's just that I didn't feel like they felt as if they should be there. They right. looked as if they were happy to be there. Now, tonight, we get to see if they were angry about what happened last night. Tonight, we're going to get to see if they now find themselves in the series Mm -hmm. as opposed to just, oh, my God, look at us. We're here. Yeah. 
Well, super pivotal game, and I'll explain why. 56 teams have gone up 2-0 in this scenario, okay? 80% go on to win the World Series. So if you're the Dodgers, things are lining up for you. The bats, uh, the pitching, everything came together for the first time this postseason, it felt like, because you've had moments, right, where it's like one thing has really carried the other, right? At least for the most part. That has been the feeling this postseason. But everything came together like a fine plan yesterday. And the positive for the Dodgers, especially going into a bullpen start with Tony Gonsolin, who's been shaky the last two times out, is that the Dodgers only used four relievers in game one. And more to that point, they got a ton of pitching they can use in game two. Uh, they, and Especially knowing there's a day off on Thursday, right? right. The Dodgers, LZ for those that may not know this, have 15 pitchers on their World Series roster. 15. Damn. Damn. Did you know that? I mean, I knew it. It's just when you hear it in comparison to our opponent, it's like I I knew our depth was going to win out, which is why I thought the Dodgers were going to win this series in five. But when you play it out like that, you're just like, that's almost like a pitcher or batter. Right. It is pretty insane when you think about it. Uh, well, I'm glad you knew that. But now I'm going to tell you and the audience before we get out of here and Dodger baseball is coming up at five o'clock on this very station. And don't forget, John Ireland will be live tweeting as our new Dodger expert. John Ireland will be live tweeting from the ESPN Los Angeles account. And sweet tea, Travis Rogers will have your postgame show right after the game here on the station. Game two of the World Series. It's time for what you need to know. Hit it, Jorge. All right. LZ, speaking of Major League Baseball, are you familiar with Rob Manfred, the commissioner? I I do know that person. Yes. So Rob Manfred said that he wants to keep the 16-team postseason moving forward for next year and the extra inning rule with the runner on second base. Now, granted, that is only a regular season rule, and he will keep the postseason as is, like he's been doing this postseason. Do you like the 16-team postseason, and do you care for the extra – inning rule moving forward i'll start backwards i do not like the extra inning rule i didn't like it when it was happening and i certainly won't like it in a non-pandemic year though i'm not quite sure which year going forward will be a non-pandemic year as far as your first question is concerned i understand we need to make more money and i understand that you know this was a weird time so we try to try weird things um, and it worked out this year because the two best teams, record-wise anyway, ended up in the World Series. I just don't want to create a scenario where something weird can happen going forward. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that it's here to stay. Um, I don't know if it'll be 16, maybe 14, but we're going to see something close to that number. And I like the extra inning rule. I, I think in the regular season, it's fun. It adds a different element. Some, you, you don't need teams playing 13, 14, 15, 16 innings. Like, it just seems silly to me. So I like it. But, um, and I don't necessarily love the 16-team postseason, but to your point, money rules, right? Yeah. Um, so that, that's going to be the case moving forward. All right, we're done here. Dodger All baseball ready? is up next. LZ Granderson, great work as always. You as well, my friend. What are we going to do tomorrow? We have a full show tomorrow. It's going to be so confusing. Three hours. All right. By the way, what you need to know is brought to you by our friends at Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, Former Dodger expert Greg Bergman, great job. Same for you, Jorge Briones, on the board as well. The Dodgers, game two of the World Series is up next on this station. Don't forget, John Ireland will be live tweeting from our ESPN LA account. And Travis Rogers will have your postgame on this station. Have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Full show beginning at 4. See ya. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.